hear ye, hear ye. Welcome back to another episode of the Nearly Nerds Podcast. This is uh, s- episode two of season two. Oh yeah, that's funny. Two and two. It's uh-huh. also the 22nd episode. What? And we're recording on a Tuesday. It's, it's Tuesday. 16th. Well, yeah, we're uh, not going to get that lucky. Been, we could have been on the 22nd, and that would have been really cool. 22nd of February. We'd have the two, 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 two. And we could have worn two twos. And, then... and there's two of us on this podcast. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it was actually last year. It was the second month of the year. Um, I think it was, yeah, the 22nd, 2022 on... Uh, February, and on a Tuesday, and we're never oh. gonna have a day like that ever again. Wow. Yeah, but that was last we year. We lived through it. Yeah, that's cool. Alrighty, you're probably wondering what we're doing here. <laughs> as Lincoln is not here, uh, may he rest in peace. He's on vacation. Yeah. So he literally is resting in peace right now. Yeah, probably. Well, <laughs> so we are bringing to you the first. Pixar episode for for the first se- for the second season. The second season, yes, yes, sir. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, which I'm just gonna tell you what if you weren't already able to guess by the title of this, we watched Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. which one of my personal favorites, and I'm just gonna say something about it right now. I hadn't watched it forever, but it just is actually just a really good movie and i just actually forgot how good of a movie it is until i watch it again and everything's just put together so well just all the pieces and just all the events that happen throughout it it's just i love it cool. it's beautiful shifts keys all righty yeah so let's see what do i usually ask i usually ask if you like the movie i think which <laughs> most of the times yes sometimes it's a little bit no I liked it. I <clears throat> don't have much of an emotional attachment with this one. As a matter of fact, it wasn't... I mean, I liked it as a kid, but we didn't have great history with it. That mm. was one of the ones that my brother didn't love. But um, we... So we did watch it as often as we could. And it is a really, really good movie. Like, it's... Um, I, I'm... Sorry, I'm going on for a little bit, but I realized this was the first p- movie that Pixar made that dealt with the death of a loved one. And mm. the very beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, the mom died, and all the siblings. I mean, technically. nobody cares about the children, but the mom died. <laughs> they were they were still uh, the mom died. The yeah, the the mom died, which was what really took a toll on Marlon. Which was honestly sad. That was really sad, and. Yeah, that's man. But um, anyways, um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of what I thought of the movie. I thought it was really well written and definitely great characters. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have wonderful history with it. What did did you like this movie? What did you think about it? I definitely like this movie, and I have a big emotional attachment to it because this was the Pixar movie that my family was obsessed with literally obsessed with like my mom and dad's camp counselor n- names when they were like camp counselors had to do with this movie and my 
my dad's like best friends who we call him like our uncle his name's uncle nemo like <laughs> i'm not kidding you we were like my family loved this movie and That's yeah awesome. i can't even like my sister when she was little like the entire theme of like her room was ocean and she had finding nemo stuff like so i definitely remember this movie a lot of it is nostalgic and just watching it just reminded me of a lot of stuff so i i love this movie and i appreciate it more now because i some of the stuff they do it makes more sense to me the storyline and the plot i realized how like good it is it's just like they just everything they make all their characters all the little like ocean creatures work throughout their story so well and just the events they're just so run on like mm-hmm. they go from one thing which leads to another it's just constant and it's just they make it work so well yeah so that's, that's what i thought very good yeah. it you could say that it uh flowed really well or no that didn't work but there's a there's a spider in your window look at that spider on the outside of your window. oh yeah there's that's a lot of spiders lately oh yeah Anyways, um, <laughs> it's very it's it's kind of hot up here. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> okay. So, so we both like the movie. What? Okay. What's the next question? I always ask. What? what who is your favorite character in the movie? Um. So, favorite character is gotta be Dory. There we go. For me, it's a good one. Definitely good one. Um. We both can wait on this remark for a second. Yeah, yeah. Because we both fired out the same thing. But you go, you, what's your favorite character? My favorite character? That's, if, okay, main character, Dory, but if I'm going to say side character, probably my favorite design and just, like, overall just, like, personality besides, just, he wasn't in it that much. Bubbles. I love the <laughs> yellow fish. I love that guy so much. Bubbles. Bubbles. That's probably the most <laughs> quotable character out of that movie for our family. And, like, um, well, I mean, all he says is bubbles. bubbles. But, you know, uh, I, I also like the, what's, so I, excuse the music in the background if you can hear <laughs> that. that. Yes, it, it is. Nice. Uh, don't, don't worry about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I really like the, the seagull. I forgot his name. Oh, Nigel. The, Nigel. Oh, the pelican? Nigel? Oh, uh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I love the pelicans. All yeah. Them. They're all good. Yeah. I felt bad for the guy who was choking. For some oh, oh, yeah. I was helping him. He was just out there dying. Yeah, I, right. I definitely like the pelican. There's just a lot of good characters. But it's top three, Dory, Bubbles, and Nigel. Those are all, like, really good characters. I think Marlin is a very, very well done character as far as, like, helicopter dad mm-hmm. that like kind of frustrated me but like i know yeah there we i'm sure we know people like that yeah that are just so like are so scared that something's gonna happen something's gonna happen and they're like oh we know how to do this just let us handle this for now they end up they end up taking i don't know they just take on everything because they think only they can do it but like yeah this movie has a lot to say about um letting uh, being able to trust your child. Yep. Um, but yeah, can I can can we make the remark about Dory? Remark? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Sam. Okay. So Dory, also a very well done character. She is, um, she's pretty handy. She's pretty handy to have around. She mm-hmm. is a glass half full type 
character. I was gonna say something about that. I yeah. noticed what, what you're talking about. I noticed that too. Um, that line when they were in the, yeah. the whale. Yeah, where, look, I'm just gonna talk about the scene real quick. Yeah, then. I'm sorry. Don't there you go. Well, they're in the whale, and <clears throat> it's just it just proved their perspective, and they did it on purpose. I'm gonna say it's a little clue on their perspective, but obviously, so the the whale was draining the water inside the whale, and Marlin uh, was talking about it's it's half full now and no, then it's half empty yeah half empty yeah sorry, yeah and then she's like no i'm pretty sure it's it's half full and then, <laughs> <laughs> something like that because like a glass half empty. yeah uh yeah. optimist versus pessimist yep yeah and it's pretty great and just it's a good little that was a good little <laughs> thing right good little there. joke little little thing right there okay go back go but back saying. <laughs> um okay i'm sorry uh very anticlimactic build-up uh dory um Wow, she is a very handy character and super optimistic, um, optimistic fish. Uh, she, um, be- this is because, this is partially because of her, um, suffering of short-term memo- term memory loss. And, uh, what she does is, um, she's, she's pretty impulsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's sometimes impulsive, but, like, she really is what... Marlin needs, and he she's um, able to, you know, give him that joy and the thrill of the the chase and the adventure. Yeah. Um, I can apply this to our host who is absent <laughs> right now. We were Lincoln. both talking about how Lincoln was so much like Dory from Finding yeah. Nemo. So Lincoln, if you're listening to this, which you be- better be. I mean, you might be because you're not on this episode. But if you are listening to this. Uh, take that as a compliment because don't um, take it personally. No, take in it take it as a compliment because don't he, take it in a bad way. That's what I'm trying to say. Like there's um, that impulsive nature, but there's also like that adventurous spirit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dory's our favorite character. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that just goes to goes to say something. But there's this specific scene that I, it might have been the whale. No, I can't remember if it was the whale. But there's a specific scene that reminded me of like. Like an argument me and Lincoln would have. It literally played out just like an argument me and Lincoln would have. I'm like, whoa, that's weird. It was really funny. Well, wait, what were they arguing about? I don't, I don't remember, but it was just like... They they were like both trying to say something at the same time, but while they were... I, I can't... Okay, I'd have to think of it. Do I think it was inside the whale. No, it was before that. I can't remember, but... It might have been the shark. Might might have been like the shark scene, but... They were, like, arguing, and Dory kept, like, getting distracted from, like, the actual ar- argument and making all these, like, remarks, and then Marlon's just, like, uh, just trying to get her to focus <laughs> about the thing that they're talking about. It was so funny. I don't know. But, yeah, that... We love you, Lincoln. We yeah. love you, too. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a... That, we... Uh, I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I want to spring this one on Declan on the podcast. But then Declan brought it up while we it's were like, watching the movie. That reminds me of Lincoln. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, wasn't it when they were trying to communicate with the whale? When she was trying to talk to the whale in the distance? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. That was funny. Yeah. Because that's when you brought it up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay, so what is your least favorite character? Ooh. Which, I mean, there's not really that... Like, there's not really any bad characters in this. No, not really. Um, <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. Favorite character, uh, it's up there with Dory and Nigel, is uh, Crush. The sea turtle. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the turtles. <laughs> I love Squirt. I love Squirt so much. Squirt is... 
the cutest little turtle ever. Rock on, dude. It's so the turtles are like the best. The turtles are the best part. I love the oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I take it back. Dory, move over. Squirt's my favorite character. Okay, this Dory. Game. Dory's the best main character. Squirt's Dory's... the best side character. Dory's interaction with the sea turtles was so know, funny. Yeah. Like, she just fitted so well with all of them. Yeah. And I loved how she, like, she's, like, she, she brings in the, like, at the end of the movie, the sharks take her. Yeah. Escort her back mm-hmm. to the coral reef, which is really funny. <laughs> she's also good friends with the sharks and the yeah. turtles and the and literally, the whale. Literally wants to be friends with everybody. See, that's another Lincoln aspect. <laughs> yeah. And the like the school of fish. Remember that school of fish that was like uh, turning it like mimicking a bunch of different objects. Oh yeah, that was that, that was, was really funny. Was I funny I'm pretty positive that was some sort of comedian. It was well the guy who the main voice was the guy who voices Ham, who's in like every single Pixar movie. Oh, you're right. He's I forgot about them. that. Yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's his little cameo. That yeah, he, I, he was really funny. The fact that he was like pretending to be a comedian on the on a radio show or something. Yeah, it was. I like that. <laughs> Okay, wait. So, what was our least favorite characters? Sorry, uh, steered us off track. It's fine. But um, this is harder. The dentist. The dentist. Yeah. Just so yeah. like, ah oh, yes, I I know what to do. Like I know everything that I need to do. And like, obviously, it's just a normal guy doesn't know any better. But like. Bro, what are you thinking, dude? You're just pulling this random sea creature out of the ocean. Yeah, that's... Like, yeah, I saved him. I did what was right. And then, like, he's just like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't like him. It was very satisfying seeing him get, like, knocked out. Like, ram into the... The... Yeah. I'd say the dentist, too. I mean, to be honest, there is, like... Sure, there's the... What's her name? I always forget the little girl's Darla. name. Darla. Yeah, but she's, like, she's annoying as all get out and, like, kind of weird, but, like, she's just a little kid if you think about it, so, like, she's just, she's a, she's a bad pet owner, but she's not really a bad guy. Like, yeah. and the the dentist, he's just kind of annoying. Like, he just, yeah. he's, he just, like, took a fish, and, like, two fish, technically, because there was the other guy, Gil, who was also an ocean fish. At least he bought the other ones, but, like, he just kind of, like, took fish and put them in his tank, which is yeah. kind of, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit sad, so mm-hmm. I think we can agree on that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just wanted to say something about uh about Darla. So, do you remember back in season one where we were compiling a list of our top five favorite villains? Yes. Of. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. So, uh, I was talking with my dad about it before we re- recorded that episode, and one of the things he said was, "You have like." He said the, one of the most genius, geniusly crafted villains was Darla from Nemo. Mm-hmm. <coughs> because to fish, she's terrifying. Like, mm-hmm. every time she steps in, they're like, have a heart attack. They're like, <gasps> Darla! Like, yeah. all at the same time. And you just have this terrifying music in the background. It's just a six-year-old. Like, yeah. Li- and <laughs> Literally. <coughs> Sorry. Who wouldn't stop shaking the bag? <laughs> she just wants the fish to like interact with her. She just needs to get a dog, and then she's set. She doesn't need a fish. She needs oh, a dog. Oh, poor dog though. Dog would die in that. In yeah, that but like at least a dog would want. Like if she got a hyper dog, the dog would interact. A fish won't. It's not gonna interact with you. Yeah. Same with that. Like she wouldn't want a cat either, probably. But like a dog 
would do stuff with you. But, like, yeah, she was just such a kind of a geniusly put-together villain because she... Villain, air quotes. Uh, bad guy. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Because she is, like, you know, she... You... You are put in the fish's perspective. You're like, oh, no, he's gonna be... Like, they're gonna be killed by this by this monster. What is it? Shows in the picture. It's just a little six-year-old girl yeah. with braces. <laughs> I'm like, who wouldn't stop shaking the bag? It was... Even the thing with, like, the broken, uh, the broken frame made her look even more terrifying because she just had the bag with the dead fish in it. She was smiling with her, like, like, braces in, and mm-hmm. the, and the frame was cracked, so it, like, you <laughs> showed this crack across her face. It was really, yeah. really scary. And, like, you real, you take it from the fish's perspective, she's just this monster. But Hello, else. You can kick her like a football. She's just like a little six. <laughs> wow, that was dark. But um, <laughs> um, okay. Something I want to I want to say that I didn't really realize, but there isn't really like a bad guy in this film. It's just kind of like, like sure you could count like the what is it like the barracuda at the beginning that kills like, yeah, yeah. but that's like that's just like nature. It's kind of like he just mm-hmm. you know he happened to eat a fish. Same with like the uh, what? What did I, I just forgot what it's called? But the guy anglerfish at the bottom. Oh yeah. And like you, they're all just. That's like, an obstacle. Yeah, I was gonna say everything. There's no bad guys. They're all just like obstacles of the way this giant running just scene, like that's always going. They're always like falling into another thing, and mm-hmm. I I found that very interesting. I I know I kind of talked about it already, but like, it's just like this giant. Just everything links to each other. How they find each other and yeah. like how the entire story runs out is just like off of obstacles they come across. And that yeah. it like changes what happens. I don't know. It's it's very it's very well put together. So you could argue that the dentist is the antagonist. But I was reading something about um antagonists um uh, versus protagonists. And an antagonist doesn't always have to be a specific character. It can be a very specific obstacle. It can be a community. It can be a. Um, it can be a, a way of thinking, like a, a thought process that like stops you in your tracks, basically. That could technically count as an antagonist because an antagonist is simply um, a. It's either a character or just a roadblock that comes into specific conflict with the protagonist if that makes sense yeah so it could be that um marlon and uh, marlon so you have marlon as the protagonist but then his uh like i guess just his fear builds up into this this villain i wouldn't necessarily call it an antagonist but like it's a um it's his fear and, like, lack of trust in Dory is what pushes him away to eventually thinking that Nemo's gone and, like, not being able and to... And it also makes the journey harder as yeah. well. Because he just does not have any trust, but most of the time Dory was right and he just didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few things that, like, they couldn't help, but oftentimes... Right. Dory would be right, but he just couldn't put his trust in her, so they ended up going through more than they had to. Yeah. 
Um, I was gonna say there was something um, here that I wrote. It was that um, it was that Marlon and Dory are foil characters of each other. Do you know what a foil, foil character is? You'd have to describe it. So it's basically typically it's a character in the story that's like usually it's the opposite of the protagonist, like has opposite um, has the opposite arc. Mm-hmm. And the opposite skill set because it's like, um, it's there, it's the way of pulling out the, um, to, it's a way of defining the main character's character arc a little bit more through like another character. Yeah, through another character. Oh okay. yeah. So that and pulling that character arc, or pulling pulling that character out. So it's like. Uh, so that's basically you, you could tell a lot more that Dory was um, oh, pardon pardon don't worry about whatever's happening out there don't know if you could hear that don't think you could but never mind um, but yeah the the foil character it so Dor- you could definitely tell that M- Marlin was even more distrustful when Dory was around because yeah. she and even more pessimistic and fearful when Dory was around because she was just like she hardly had a care in the world like she was so happy and just wanted a friend and to be respectable and that's really like all that's that's kind of all she wanted and that's and you know that sort of drew out the character of Marlon and made it sort of forced him to become uh to overcome his character arc. Yeah. That makes sense. Sorry, if I was rambling a little bit, I was trying to, I was tripping over myself trying to get the, the words yeah. out. But, um, one of the, honestly, seeing Marlin at the beginning of the movie and how he's like, you know, he's so, you know, he's, he's carefree at the beginning. He's like, you know, he has a wife and he's about to have like kids. He's just excited and, He's just like this funny dude, and then like obviously this tragedy happens. It's just kind of like sad to see, yeah, like how he kind of just became, you know, you know he's kind of he was a sad person at the beginning, but well not the beginning but after the tragedy he was a he was a pretty sad person <laughs> mm-hmm. up until you know he was, he grew through the story. But I don't know I I found that pretty sad because I liked he seemed like a funny dude and just like a super fun guy to be around at the beginning. So, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. <clears throat> um, what else do you have to say? I didn't take any notes, so... I, w- I wanted to focus a little bit more on Marlon, because, I mean, I, we talked about him a little, but I want to uh, kind of crack down on his character. Um, so, what... Um, let me find it. I have it in my notes here. Um, oh, yes. Down, down, down. He has obviously he's a huge helicopter parent. Yeah. And does not want to let Nemo go because he's so scared of losing him in the same way that he lost Coral, his yeah. wife. He's like it's the only thing he has. It's the only thing he has left. He doesn't want to lose he doesn't want to lose Nemo. He doesn't want to lose his chance at love and having a uh, yeah. a friend or having somebody who can who he can love. And so he just he ha- he thinks he's got to do this right. He can't be a caref- uh, careless parent. He can't be 
um, just somebody who's like, he can't throw caution to the wind or else he's going to lose his son. That's what he thinks. And um, so obviously that's like, you don't, you want to keep a you want to be able to protect um, y- your kid in, in the, the case of a parent, but you and you want to be able to um, help others grow. But part of that is learning how to trust other people and learning that you can't do it all on your own or else they're not going to get anywhere. Yep. And they're, I, I don't remember exactly what the line was. I should have wrote it down, but it was like, uh, if you don't let... Uh, oh, wait, it was, I think it was the guy, Gills, maybe? The fish that was, like... Yeah, the guy yeah. in the, the tank. Yeah. He was, like, uh, if, if, if I, uh, if you get help all the time, then you'll never be able to go anywhere, or something like that. But essentially, he was like telling that. Nemo that if you don't, if I don't let you do this on your own, you're never going to be able to do anything on your own. Yeah. And, which is a very, very good message. Um, it's what Marla needs to learn about Nemo. And, um, obviously Gills and, and Marlin had a, the opposite problem, where uh, Marlin was super, you know, overprotective, and Gills was, Gills was like, had... He had one motive and yeah. trusted this kid a little bit too much and put too much in his head. Yeah. But, um, so basically all of what I'm trying to say could be summed up in the line, in a line from Crush. Um, it says, <clears throat> let me try to do the voice. When they know, you know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, he dude. Was, yeah, dude. 150, dude, and still young. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that's accurate. I don't know how old sea turtles are. But, um, basically, yeah, he was talking about how Squirt had been able to, you know. Do things on his own. They had a mutual trust Mm -hmm. between each other. And he trusted him enough to do stuff on his own. But, obviously, there was still room to... You know, have things that you can't do, but right. had a healthy relationship. No, there's just like a lot of different types of like parents mm-hmm. throughout the different characters. It just shows like all the different types of parents. Yeah. Well, anyway, not really. Well, actually, yeah, there is quite a lot of parents. Like the seahorse. Right. He is kind of <clears throat> overly critical to his son. <laughs> he, like, basically did nothing, and he still got mad at him. <laughs> well, he literally did nothing. That was a po- the poor guy. He was, like, all the other guys were teasing him, and then the seahorse was just kind of standing there, and then he, his dad yelled at him. It's funny. <laughs> I think he said something to... to or he's probably about to say something. Yeah. But yeah. still. <laughs> and then, I don't know. The parents were very funny. Yeah, those d- those dads are so funny. <laughs> all three of the dads. I love those yeah. Dads. Um, oh yes, um, another example of foil is when, uh, Dorian and Nemo are in, in the whale, and they're, and he says, stop it, you can't speak whale, Dorian says, yes I can, Marlon says, 
No, you can't. You think you can do these things, but you just can't, Nemo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that what I'm trying to get at there is that um, she's drawing out his character, and he yeah. and he doesn't realize what he's saying until he like, oh wait, like you're not Nemo. Is that how I act? With yeah. Nemo? He's like he realized, oh, I can't. I just I said that about my son, and I said that about you, and he realized he he was wrong, and yeah. that is the importance of a foil character in a good story, and I think that's the importance of a, having friends that like you don't always have the same interests, you yeah. know? Like, um, like and you and me are pretty similar, but we're not the exact same. We have quite a few different, yeah. uh, quite a few different interests, and we get along great, and we're able to tell each other, uh, you know, where, where we need help, and Lincoln's great with that, too. Uh, he certainly... It's got a kind of, like, split. There's, he shares a lot of the same stuff between us. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're just, that's kind of, I think, healthy for any friendship. Yeah. Or, you know, relationship of any kind. Friends that help you notice, you know, your mistakes and your problems and help you fix them through that. Yeah. Even just being themselves. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Alrighty. Now that the somber stuff is out of the way, we should talk about references. References? That we found in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I have one that I did not notice in the movie, but I had seen a thing. I'd watched a thing that was basically every single reference of an upcoming Pixar movie within the, like, the movie before that, like in Monsters, Inc., there was the Nemo plushie. And this one, there was a kid in the dentist's office reading uh, in a magazine about Mr. Incredible. So, that that was that's the next one. Yeah. And that was the reference. It was referencing the next movie. That's really funny. Yeah, I like how they do that. It's cool. Yeah. Which, I mean, do you want to talk about that? The next reference? That's Pizza Truck? Oh, yeah. Because you actually spotted it. I, I didn't... I didn't really spot... I, I thought I did. I didn't, like, point well, it out. Well, you thought you did, and we looked back, and it was there. Yeah. So, so I was like... It was, like, after the scene had gone by, and I'm like, wait. Was that the pizza truck? I was like, wait, have we been looking for the pizza truck? <laughs> and I think we might have passed it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, it was when, not when they were actually about to, es- not when they were actually escaping, but when the fish in the tank were, uh, when, when Gills, is that, is that his name? Am I it's saying Gills. Gills? Yeah. yeah. Okay. When Gills is, like, talking to Nemo about their plan to escape, and talking to the group about about his plan for escaping. He, you know, telling him about getting the tank all dirty so that he would have to take all the fish out, put them in bags so he could clean the fish tank. And then what the fi- what he was talking about is then you got to roll your bag off of the out of the window um onto the onto the street and as and it was going through like a little montage about the, their escape plan. Yeah. And in the part where they it like the bag is rolling um down the street, you see the car go by really like fast blink, in a blur. If you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah. You'll, you have to, like, I I don't think I caught it. Like, I was about to click the, the space button and I was a second too late because it just, like, it just it, went it's by. a blur by, but you can tell that it, it's the pizza truck. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, it is clear that, it, that it's the pizza truck, but it's, 
definitely it definitely gets harder as the movies go on to spot the pizza truck. So that's the pizza truck update. We found it, kind of. Well, we did. Sam technically found it. We just had to check. Um, so yeah, we did it, and that's your update. Thank you for listening to that segment. Okay, <clears throat> more references. Um, what? Sorry, we. I don't. I. I it, oh, no. There aren't a ton, but yeah. you know, we you know what we can do. We can talk about maybe future Pixar movies if we want. Like. Oh you... oh oh. Okay, I'm so glad that we came to this point of you know. We lost our lost our train of thoughts because there was something that uh, that my my dad was talking about. I think it was I don't know maybe it was the director maybe it was the writer I don't remember. Um, but basically he was making Instagram posts. I don't know if it was recently. I think so. But the the writer or director of this movie was like he was uh, he knew his friend or he, it was him who was walking with his daughter in the park and like telling him. Basically, so basically, this guy was posting about like the origins of the Pixar movies, and the story he posted was about him walking with his daughter through the park, and the daughter was like, you know, wanting to run around, just being a little girl, and yeah. he was like, um, you can't, hey, here's what you got to do, you can't go over here, no, 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 don't text that, and, like just running around, stressing about, and he's like, and in the post he was like, and that's where the idea for Finding Nemo was born, was hmm. <laughs> him actually like stressing about his daughter. Like, running off. Don't fact check me on that. I don't quite really... Get, I don't know the exact story. I'll look at it. Maybe you guys... Um, fact check. You guys You guys look... Fact, fact check that. But I will... I'll I'll clarify it on the next episode. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So there's... There's that... The origins of that Pixar movie. I like that segment. I think we should do that more often in Pixar yeah. episodes. Find the, the story behind it. The origins. Me, yeah. Um, so, well, Nathan pointed it out, but there was, whoever the movie, the movie was dedicated to, I, I don't really know who it is, but I'm assuming it's, like, someone who's a part of Pixar, or was, it, who died, but the last name was McQueen, so, I'm just, I'm making a bold assumption here, not really, I think it's pretty obvious that they must have named Lightning McQueen after that guy. Yeah, which I never realized that there's a guy who had, they actually named that after. I I also don't fact check me on it, but I don't see why not. That was pretty obvious. But yeah. At the end of the movie, there's a little dedication to someone who's probably on the team or something. I don't know who he is, but yeah. So that's that's there as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> can I just say? Can we make the remarks about um, Bruce? And I was the... about to say like the hammerhead shark. I wanted to. The hammer head shark, I love that guy. The sharks are just amazing. They're so funny. He's really a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but when, like, Bruce goes savage, that's actually terrifying. Yeah. Like, eyes go completely black like a real shark. Yeah. And, like, that part, that part's pretty crazy. Didn't even realize you had three sharks on your shirt, Declan. Am I wearing a shark? I'm wearing a shark shirt. <laughs> this was not planned. I'm just wearing a, a shark shirt today. I didn't even... I realized that when, when we That's started funny. recording. That's I funny. Forgot. That's cool. Yeah. The... But the... <laughs> I love... <coughs> Sorry. When he, they're like... Uh, when when they're in the... Like the submarine. The sunken submarine. And he, uh, Bruce is like, when do you want to come up here and share your story? And... 
Dory's like, yes, yes, oh, me, 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 me. Mm. And he's like, all right, well, come on up, come on up. He's like, hi, I'm Dory. I don't think I've ever eaten a fish. Yeah. And they're all like, they just sit, sit there silently for a moment. Well, that's great. Congratulations. That would be so funny. I love that. She's just part of their club now. It's yeah. hilarious. Even okay. though she's never eaten a fish. Hopefully she never does. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> okay, I have an actual, I have a question I just thought about. What, because there really isn't, like, a bad guy, what was your favorite obstacle they went through in the movie? Because there was a lot, and you could pick literally anything, basically. Favorite <laughs> obstacle. Do you have one in mind? Um, hmm. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... the most, um, one of the, the better, um, one of the more intense action scenes that they had was with the the shark, when like mm-hmm. he's like banging into the yeah that was pretty good the torp like the the place where the torpedoes are and they're like yeah um <laughs> that was when swim the swim away <clears throat> yeah the other two sharks were trying to like get Don't him to him. stop yeah they're like he no forget he doesn't mean to do this he's never met his father <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just like banging down on the the torpedo and Dory like presses down on the Little the thing. lock yeah. and it slides out close pushing them closer to Bruce's mouth that scene I was just like oh no what are you doing <laughs> and like oh man that was I, an intense that's scene a, that's a really good one that, that whole like seems good um I don't know there's I guess you could I kind of like the fish the end the net one was kind of cool like oh, how they yeah. all swim down I like that one. That was kind of cool. Swim down. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. There's just so many little things that they just go through. It's so funny. Oh, look at me. I'm a flipping dolphin. Let me flip for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that that was my question. And I, I said the fish. So that's cool. That's my answer, the fish. I think it's a... I like it. It's, it's pretty dramatic because it's like the, yeah. the end and there's just a bunch of these fish that are going to get caught and probably sold and eaten by yeah. these fishermen and there's just everyone's swimming down and they swim so far that the thing breaks. It's yeah. really cool actually. And yeah. then they all just like, well, they all go home. I like it. Had to give them the last scene so that it was true that ne- that he, yeah. Marlon really trusted That's Nemo. That's point. Yeah, because sure they met up but then there was one last obstacle to prove that they developed that, yeah. their characters. And exactly. Like, all of them. I, because, like, also Nemo's, like, smarter now. He's not just, like, blindly doing things just because mm-hmm. he's been taught, like, there is consequences to your actions as well. He's yeah. He's not, you know, it was, like, from the the tank experience when he got stuck, there is consequences. So you still have to be smart mm-hmm. about what you do, even if you have freedom. Precisely. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Do you have anything else to say? I think... I don't know what else. If you have anything else, let it out now. Or forever hold it. Oof, I don't know. I kind of want to save this one for the Inside Out episode. Okay, then Be- Yeah. Because Almost. there is a second one coming out. And I'm scared because I think wait. I know what it's about. Wait, wait. There's a second Inside, Inside Out? Inside Out 2 is coming out 2024. Oh, what? I did not know that. And I think I have an idea what you're thinking about, too. I think I know what it, it it's gonna be about. Yep. Should we say it? 
I, you can say it. Well, we can just save it. Let's save it for the inside out. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, which is going to be a good episode. Okay, so um, thank you so much for listening to the Nearly Nerds podcast. You guys, if you like these, let us know. You guys should give us some more feedback. It's great when you guys give us feedback. It makes the podcast better. Mm-hmm. And we say like less. Who's the guy who suggested that? I forgot. Simon. Simon. I don't think we said like too much this time. No, I don't think I feel so. Like it. I think I did because I was rambling like. a lot. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Simon. But yeah, shout out to Simon. And thank you guys for listening to the 22nd episode of the second season. Uh, on the second episode of the season. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, and, oh. sorry, one more thing. Uh, I think, we, are we going to do Star Wars next? Star, Star Wars, Wars next? I have no clue, but I'm literally watching the prequels right now. So I think I'm we're going to start with the prequels. Let's go. Okay. I like the prequels, and anyone who doesn't can't change my opinion, because I'm watching them now, and I, I like them a lot. Okay. But, I know this is the wrong episode, but you know how you said some of the lines were really funky in there? Mm-hmm. Like, that, like... I think it's a good storyline, but like the script is kind of bad. I kind of agree. There's some wacky lines, like so kind of stupid how they said it. Yeah, and I'm like trying to look past and like, hey, it's it's cool what they're doing, but like some of the lines are just kind of goofy in it. Mm-hmm. And also, obviously, it's kind of hard to watch it because of the CGI because it kind of takes me out of it because I'm super critical and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm like watching, like, wow, that looks so goofy, but. I still love them. So, yeah, that was an update on the stars. Thank you guys so much for the third time. I've said that three times now. Goodbye.